0: large extent and it's the fear of God. It's the right reverence of God, putting him in his right place. And in the pivotal <laughs> the pivotal event in all human history <laughs> was Jesus Christ offering himself. <laughs> it was an offering oh dear and that's none of that's in here (laughs) a couple of weeks ago i finished off on a on a verse and i said it last week proverbs 3 5 and 6 trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths you know as we believe that and do that he does that (laughs) But you know there are things pertaining to this life, and you know you could you could list off a whole lot of things, but they come under categories they come under wealth, health, and relationships. Whatever you'd like to choose will fit under one of those and and they're they're not listed in order of importance. I think relationships are the are the primary should be the primary focus, but those other things are they are super important you know the apostle paul in um first corinthians chapter 16 um right at the end of that that letter he um he uh is giving instructions and they were instructions to the church because there was an offering to be taken uh and the, that was to go to the, to the, to the saints, to the, to the Christians who were in Jerusalem, uh, who were doing it pretty hard. And Paul says, on the first day of the week, each one of you is to put something aside in proportion to his prosperity and save it so that no collection will need to be made when I come. That's from the Amplified. <coughs> That's an instruction to the church. On the first day of the week, each one of you. In proportion to his prosperity. I just want to read um, out of Mark. Mark chapter 12, if you've got it there. This is the um, Passion translation. And yeah, there's a there's a verses there that often get read, but there's a couple that don't. So, Act, uh, uh, sorry, Mark chapter 12. And I'm going to start in verse 38 from the Passion Translation. Jesus also told the people, Beware of the religious scholars. Now, if you've got a different version, it might say scribes. Beware of the religious scholars. They love to parade around in their clergy robes and be greeted with respect on the street. They crave to be made the leaders of synagogue councils, and they push their way to the head of tables at banquets, for appearance' sake. They will pray long religious prayers at the homes of widows for an offering, cheating them out of their very livelihood. Beware of them all, <laughs> for they will one day be stripped of honour, and the judgment and the judgment they will receive will be severe. So these religious scholars, these scribes, if you look at that word, they were secretaries, they were town clerks. That was their job. They were religious wannabes, using their position to seek prominence and financial gain. And it says there that they will receive, they'll be stripped of honour, and the judgment they will receive will be severe. Our, I've, I've said it before, our our attitude and um, what motivates us in what we do is pivotal, because God sees the heart in what we. He sees the heart behind the action. He sees why we're doing what we're doing, and if there's any other reason, other than a pure reason of love towards God, and you know sowing into his kingdom forget it don't do it don't don't the false is most often a counterfeit of the true and our job is to st- discern the difference and the holy spirit will help us with that <clears throat> so that's that was that was jesus warning And then verses that we've heard before, verse 41. So after he's given that warning, then he sat down near the offering box, watching all the people dropping in their coins. Many of the rich would put in very large sums. But a destitute widow walked up and dropped in two small copper coins worth less than a penny. Jesus called his disciples to gather around. And then he said to them, I tell you the truth. This poor widow has given a larger offering than any of the wealthy. For the rich only gave out of their surplus, but she sacrificed out of her poverty and gave to God all that she had to live on, which was everything that she had. (laughs) So Jesus was bringing attention to that. This widow was at the end of herself. You can look at that. She was at the end of herself. She had no plan B. (laughs) It was God or nothing. It was God or nothing. Now, can I say this is a special case? Please, this is a special case. This is a, a step of exceptional faith. And you know what? Faith is developed much like muscles. You want bigger muscles? Push it, push weight. You want faith in this area? Yep, push. Your muscles respond and strengthen and your faith is developed. So Paul again writes in 2 Corinthians (coughs) around offering. And this is the balance. There's verse 7 and verse 8. There's an action and then there's a promise. So this is the action. Paul writes, let each one of you thought, out of the Amplified, let each one of you thoughtfully and with purpose, just as he has decided in his heart, not grudgingly or under compulsion. Let each one give thoughtfully and with a purpose, just as he has decided in his heart, not grudgingly or under compulsion. For God loves a cheerful giver and delights in the one whose heart is in the gift. That's where it is. It's our heart in the gift. Is your heart in what you're doing? Is your heart in your gift? That's the action. It's the promise. And God is able to make all grace, every favour and earthly blessing, come in abundance to you so that you may always, under all circumstances, regardless of need, have complete sufficiency in everything. Being completely self sufficient in Him. And have an abundance for every good work and act of charity. There's an action and there's a promise from God that goes with the action. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now I've often heard it said, you know, would have liked to have followed the widow home to see what, what happened. Well, we're not told. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe God stepped in and and provided. I don't know. But regardless, she had treasure in heaven. <laughs> if that was to be the end, it was, it was a good reward. Hallelujah, <laughs> let's pray. Lord, I just thank you that you're the one who looks at our heart and, Lord, it's all about our heart. So, Father, help us to search our heart. Help us to know that what we do, we do out of pure motive. And, Lord, it's it's a desire to bless you, to promote your kingdom. And that's it. So, Father, Lord, uh, I just pray a blessing on... Uh, on what is offered and uh and Lord that's in your hands so we we'll leave it in your hands. In Jesus' name. Amen. So um if you're if you give online um you'll have the details there on the website and um still got folding stuff. Don't know how long that's gonna last, but um if <laughs> um there's our little post box up near the communion. hallelujah
1: Father, we just thank you for your goodness, your mercy, your abundant grace, your love and your understanding of where we're at and you've already planned everything that we need to bring us on into the greater realms of your glory. To reveal to our hearts what you've done in our spirit and to bring it forth by the power of your word with the backing of your Holy Spirit. That we will be a people walking in the experiential knowledge. Of the glory of God. Christ within, and the revelation of the hope of that glory being our experiential knowledge. To be living in the presence of God, to be enjoying the provision of God, the unlimited supply that's available and provided through the goodness of our Father. Through the sacrifice of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit, it shall be released. In the house yes. that honors me, <laughs> says the Lord. Glory to God. And you are the house. You are the dwelling place. You are the the vessel. of the resident glory of God. And God, through the wisdom and power of his spirit, is releasing and unfolding through the enlightening of our eyes the revelation of his goodness and his majesty he's going to reveal through his church. And you and I have the privilege and the honour Of being his representative in this earth. To be one who dispenses the goodness of God. You're a resource to the world. Are you available? Are you accessible? Are you yielded? Because God got some things in store that is prepared for you and I to enjoy not only seeing the realms of glory, but experiencing, the blessing of joining with and working with the Holy Spirit to dispense the glory. When Jesus came to Mary and Martha after their brother Lazarus had died, he said, I am the resurrection and the life. They said, Lord, if you had been here, our brother wouldn't have died. And he said, didn't I say to you that I am the resurrection and the life? And he said, if you believe, you will see the glory of God. And the glory of God was a demonstration of the miraculous resurrection power of God. That glory is in you. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's good news. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Didn't know that was coming out. Yeah? <laughs> but I have, I have this, this passion that's becoming more passionate. I don't know how to explain it any more than that. But this morning and last night, I was feeling and I guess hearing confirmation of the things I believe. And there's been a lot of things coming out over the last few months about a. Supernatural release of the presence and power of God that's coming into this house. I believe there is an expression of God's glory coming through this house like nothing we have ever experienced or seen before. I believe that with all my heart. And God is actually confirming to me other things that are witnessing what God has put in my heart. So get ready. God does nothing unless he reveals it first to his prophets, his servants, so that the people have an anticipation, an expectation of the presence of God dwelling with his people. You're going to feel the dwelling presence of God in such a way you'll begin to shake in the presence of God. You will tremble in the presence of God. The reality of the experiential knowledge of his presence, of his glory, is going to become so tangible that people will come into the house and they will recognize the presence of God, simply walking through the atmosphere of love that God is growing in the house. I was... um, I was sitting in the prayer meeting on Wednesday night and I don't quite know how to express what I was feeling and I wasn't going to mention this this morning but I just noticed when I opened that that I saw something. So I was sitting in the prayer meeting and I was almost consumed by a... a a thought or a, a feeling of what God is preparing for this nation, this great southland of the Holy Spirit. God is preparing to shake this nation free of every demonic stronghold. Everything that's not of God is coming down. Will you release and allow God to shake everything out of your life that's not built on the rock? You do not want to be standing before him and presenting wood, hay, and stubble. Because when those eyes of fire look at your works... They are going to test and purify. If it's wood, hay and stubble, there will be no reward because that will go up in smoke. It has to be the precious things of God. The silver, the gold and the precious jewels that God is, is developing. Do you know you're a jewel of God? God's developing Wow, now I was thinking of jewels as in, as in precious stones, but there's also a jewel operation working between us and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. He wants us to enjoy working with him, in harmony with him. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's Christ in you, the hope of glory. You're an expression of the glory of God. And that's what I was planning on speaking about this morning, if I get there. But this is what I was feeling in the prayer meeting on, on Wednesday night, and I really don't know any more than um, this thought. And it was about the flood of glory in this nation of Australia the Great south Land, and I was thinking about it and I started to think about the seven states. And then with the seven states, I heard seven angels. Now, I don't know whether that means one angel for each state, but that's all it would take. In fact, we'd probably only need one big angel, but we want it to be inclusive where every state has their own... own <laughs> personal representation of the glory of God. We don't want it to be just Victoria, do we? We want Tassie in there as well. God has got something prepared for this nation. There is a wave of glory. Now this, this was Wednesday night. And I went to bed Wednesday night and I I woke up during the night and I just felt to get up and write down what I was feeling. But I didn't know what I was feeling till I got up and I started writing down, there is a wave of glory coming to this nation. The restorative grace of God will be released through the mouth of his holy prophets And his angels will go throughout this land, releasing the harvest anointing of goodness and mercy to gather and restore according to his promise, I will build my church. I think I better read that again. There is a wave of glory coming to this nation the restorative grace of God will be released through the mouth of his holy prophets and apostles, you can put there, and his angels will go throughout this land releasing the harvest anointing of goodness and mercy to gather and restore according to his promise, I will build my church. She, the church, is his dwelling place, his glorious bride, and she will shine in the purity of holiness before the Father. And all the angels will rejoice at the wonder of his majesty and the work of his hands. And what was I saying to you last week? You are the work of his hands. You are his workmanship. He's working a glorious work in you so he can reveal his glory through you. So God gets all the glory and the angels rejoice at the wonder of what is man that you are so mindful of him. But they're going to see it. They're going to see the church shine in all her glory, and you are the light of the world, Jesus said. Let your light shine. Do you think we should show the wave? This is right off the cuff, so if it sounds a little bit unprepared, just relax. Because I hadn't planned that. I hadn't planned this for this morning, but I said to Caleb, this is coming soon. You got some volume with it or not? Show it again, Caleb. Okay. That picture. I saw it six months ago when I was sitting in church. We we're in worship. About the middle of last year. While we we're in worship, I saw the sea. And I've written it down, so I better read exactly what I saw. There's a spiritual battle going on between good and evil, and it's happening right now. The devil wants to control everything, but we have to remember he's already a defeated foe. I saw this massive water. I could see it. I was watching it while I was in worship, and coming up out of the water was this huge wave. In the wave, just play it again, Caleb, in the wave, making up the wave, were soldiers. You'll see in the wave where it turns gold, that's where I saw an army, an army of God, prepared, soldiers, men, women, angels, in that curve, right in that making up the wave. They were in the wave, okay? The wave is a picture of what's coming, but it was made up of soldiers, military, um, God's people, and the wave was an army of warriors, coming to remove what's not of God. Now, if you remember, early in the year, I was speaking about the warrior bride. So when I saw this, I knew what was going on. Then I saw the sea and a mass of thick cloud resting on the water, like heaven and earth coming together. Now, a little while after I saw this, I told Tim about it, and I've just been sitting on it, waiting for the time to bring it out. None of this that's coming out this morning is prepared. When I saw the, the sea and the thick cloud resting on the sea, the understanding of that was heaven and earth coming together. Now, if you're trying to visualize heaven and earth coming together, what would you see? You'd see the heavens coming down, resting on the earth. That's what I saw. These warriors have a heavenly realm of support with them. So this wave that's coming, this wave of the presence of God. I don't know the full makeup of it, but I know there's a wave of glory coming. The presence of God is going to flow through this land and God wants us to be prepared to be part of it. It has heaven's backup. Heaven is resting on This wave that God's producing, it's a wave of his warrior bride, soldiers. Do you have a picture of that soldier at all? Now this warrior bride, she's being prepared. And if you read in Ephesians about the warrior bride, you see the armor. The feet shall with the preparation of peace, truth, righteousness, salvation. It's all part of the armor. And she's the, the bride of Christ, the warrior bride, and she's going to go through this earth and she's going to defeat all the works of darkness. She's coming with the light of the glory of God She has angelic protection. She has angelic provision. She has angels going before. She has angels behind. She is completely wrapped in the realms of glory and the provision of God is going to move through this church and God wants you to be part of it. And if you think you're not good enough, just go and read about Gideon and his army. And God did a real sorting out. And then when he had the people whose hearts were prepared and waiting on him, the sword of the Lord and of Gideon and the fire sent the enemy into terror. And the fire of God, first of all, has to be in the church to purify it's what I read out before. God's going to have a pure church, a holy church, representing him in the realms of glory like something we have never seen before. And God wants you to start waiting on him, to let him prepare you so you can be a vessel of honour, representing him as an ambassador of Christ in the realms of glory, releasing the miraculous, tangible, healing power of God. Do you have that other image? Could you put it up for me? The devil saw me with my head down and thought he'd won until I said, Amen. Prepared with the armour of God, winning the battle on your knees. Now, how about that? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That's something to meditate on, isn't it? These are the verses I read out last week, and and I'm reading these, talking about these, knowing all this is in my heart and what God's going to do. These are some of the verses I read to you last week. You're His workmanship created for good works, which God has prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. You're a creative expression of His glory. God planned in advance our destiny and the good works that we would do to fulfill it. Let your light shine, the glory shining, that they may see your goodness and glorify God. Uniquely designed to shine the glory of God. The goodness of God leads you to repentance and it's intended that his kindness is meant to melt your heart. Now we have a mission statement. It's a verse that I got many years ago that 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 was adopted by the church as a mission statement in Philippians 1.11 from the Message Translation, making Jesus Christ attractive to all, getting everyone involved in the glory. Can you see it now? The glory realm. You and I being an expression of God's goodness. Can you see how a release of the glory realm with the miraculous healing power of God is going to melt the hearts of people to repentance? God is going to do a fantastic, wonderful work and he wants you to be part of it. So he's telling you about it. He's encouraging that the time you spend on your knees, God's preparing your heart. In Colossians 1.28, Paul writes and he says, Christ is our message. And each apostle was a different expression of Jesus Christ. All the wonderful things the apostles were doing. But each apostle was a different personality and expression of Jesus Christ. Christ and God wants to wrap you in his presence. God wants to wrap you in his presence and release you to walk in the realms of glory. And as you'll yield your heart and hunger for more of the spirit of God, more of the unfolding revelation of the greater dimensions of the love of God, the depth, the height, the width? Will you allow God to wrap you in his love? I think there's some some really good stuff coming I feel it's been coming for a long time but boy when it comes if you come into this house every week with this greater expectation great anticipation of the presence of God coming to dwell with you You're his dwelling place, his dwelling place. I'd like to share on that, but I haven't got time this morning. He wants to dwell with you. He wants to commune with you. He wants to fellowship with you. He wants to flow out of you. But for that to happen, we have to be so emptied of self. that the glory is all his and we are so quick to honour him and no flesh will glory in the presence of God. Father, we just thank you for the word that you've released this day. Once that word is released, those ministering spirits go forth by the power of the Spirit from the Father through the Son by the power of the Holy Spirit, the living expression of that word is now released and will begin to move through this house and flow. Jesus, my goodness! Um, I I just feel I should read this out again. I know you've heard it, but it's fresh. This is the prophecy that came out here in October last year about the healing waters. Remember when we had the floods, lots of water. Flood of glory is coming. This wave of glory is coming. If you're hungry for the things of God and you cry out for the things of God, God is going to honour your cry. God is going to touch your heart and the touch that God puts on you is going to overflow through the river. The river is in you and it's going to flow out of you because of the touch of God on you. And there's going to be a flow from the house, this house, and it's going to touch this city. It's going to be like the flood that was flowing from the creek this week, we are going to see the Holy Spirit begin to flow through this city and it's going to overflow the natural banks. Any barriers, anything to try and contain that river, it's going to overflow. Because the river flows through this city in each side There are trees of healing. You're called a tree of righteousness and the leaves are for healing. They're like your hands on the branch. They're going to touch this city and there's going to be healing flowing through this city. There's going to be a release of my spirit and it's going to come through the house that honors me. And I think that's the second time I've heard that this morning. You are the house of the resident glory of God. And if we begin to have such a reverential fear and respect for the glory that God's placed in us and allow God to begin to minister His will through us, if we can just be like, let it be unto me, According to your word, and let God do it. Yeah. Hallelujah. See, twelve disciples turned the world upside down. Do you think we can manage it in this city? Yeah. Would you like to see that happen? Would you like to see people on a Sunday morning walking through the streets of Benia carrying their Bible, going to church? Yeah. Wow, could that happen? Can you imagine it? I can. He said, if you can imagine it, I can do more. Yeah. What do we want for this city? We want the glory of God. Hallelujah. Now, I've also. Um, had a word for somebody for a little while now. I've just been hanging on to it. I think this morning is a good time to release it. So, Rebecca, would you like to come out the front, please? Um, not sure whether maybe you should sit down. <laughs> yes, that might be a good idea if you sit down. Kylie, we'd like to come down here now, please and Tim, would you like to come over here too, please with Rebecca? I just during worship, see worship if you you, you do, you're getting the message but Worship is a wonderful time to hear from God. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. Mm-hmm. And, and during worship, I just looked around to see if Rebecca was here and then I just felt oh, okay. I went up to her and I asked her, Have you been asking the Holy Spirit what He wants you to be doing with the gifts that He has given you? Now, that's something we should all be asking. Yeah. Holy Spirit, what do you want me to be doing? I don't want to be an echo. I don't want to be doing what somebody else is doing or saying what someone else has said. God's an original and he can give you original stuff. So Rebecca, this is what I felt the Holy Spirit was saying to me about you. God sees your tender heart. Gentleness. Gentleness. And kindness is very pleasing to him. He is developing maturity in you, enabling you to minister in the flow of his spirit. Now, I saw this maturity a few weeks ago When I was listening to you speaking out the front here, I saw God's developing a maturity there. And I could see it. Your fingers will dance upon the keys before your king. I think you know what that means. Through purity of heart, his fire will flow through your fingers, releasing what the Spirit reveals to your heart. And your music will escort and carry your words through the sweet atmosphere of compassion... Bringing release and refreshing into the hearts of many people. My take on that God's going to release a greater dimension of His realms of glory in ministering through the keyboard and it's not only going to be that which the Spirit is is playing through you, it's going to be a supernatural, creative, divine atmosphere in the house because it's the Holy Spirit flowing through you, creating an atmosphere for the presence of God. And with that, there are going to be expressions of worship come out of you that are going to touch the hearts of people in a way that only the Spirit of God can do. And it'll come as you wait before Him and allow Him to mature and develop the gifting and it's going to impact this whole house. As you play the keys, yeah. Yeah. what's your preference, piano or keyboard? Anything that has keys on it. <laughs> Good, Grand piano. because I like the piano. I have gone. People have tried to coming through that that instrument that God's providing for you is going to be such a blessing in this house. Yeah. And it's going to be a a dimension that God's been preparing in you for a long time that's going to be released in its its greater fullness that's going to have an impact in the house. It's going to touch the hearts of people. But there'll also be a a vocal input as you're playing. God's going to give you spirit-breathed words to minister to people. So it will come through, the fire will come through your hands and through your words. Yeah, so, good. so I think we might pray for you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for the gifts that are given and the preparation that's been going on. Lord, I thank you for Rebecca, for her heart of gentleness and compassion toward you. The sweet presence of Jesus shall come through this vessel to the glory of God.
0: And we thank you, Father, thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yes.
1: for what you're doing right now. Yes.
2: Yes. 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 Yes.
1: And we are just looking forward yes. so much to see <laughs> what you do yep. 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 in this house. Yep. And there shall come an addition. God will bring into the house those of the Spirit who wish to offer up to their Savior the realms and the glory of their musical talent. It shall come forth by the Spirit of God in the oneness and the unity of and the gentleness that I'm releasing through you, Rebecca. The musicians shall lead the army. Thank you,
2: Father. While we were praying, I just saw a, a little, uh, like a, a little stream, constant but, um, seemingly, quite small. And the Lord said, "This is. This is you, Rebecca. It's it is the. Constant, flowing. From Him." and your contribution to the house is going to be powerful but this this stream i could see like rocks being tried to put in front of it but it finds a new way it's unstoppable and the other word i heard with it was refreshing that the stream is pure completely clear unstoppable and refreshing and that as, as you contribute yourself and who God, what God has put in you, who God has made you, it's going to make an impact and a real, real difference in the hearts of those who receive from your gifting. It will be a refreshing. It will be a uh, renewing. And, and what is received will have a huge, huge impact in everyone who receives it. So do not despise what God has given you. (laughs) God can do so, so much with so very little. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Glory to God.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, um, we might have communion now if you've got your uh, communion there, um, there was a verse just quickened to me, if I can find it, thank you. Do you remember when Jesus was crucified, he rose from the dead, and on a particular day, there were some of these disciples, a couple of disciples walking along discussing what had been happening, and Jesus joined himself to them. I might have to just paraphrase for the sake of time. So Jesus is walking with them and uh, pretending like he didn't know what they were talking about because they were pretty pretty miserable at the time because their saviour had been crucified. So they're discussing it and Jesus comes along and says, hey, guys, what are you talking about? And what do you mean? Don't you know what's been going on? So they explain it all to him and then he, they get to where they're going to to stop for the night and he makes out he's going to keep going but they said no you come and stay with us and the Bible says that they had no clue who he was because God had not allowed their eyes to recognise who he was now that in itself is something that makes me really wonder how could you not know somebody that you've seen many times. But it says they didn't recognise, they didn't know who he was. And so when they asked him to come and stay with them for the night, he was discussing, and they finished up where they were going to have communion. They had bread and wine together. They had a little snack. Whatever you want to say, but when they sat down, and we'll talk about it, this got this out. This is a covenant meal when they were partaking of the covenant meal that Jesus was instituting with them, having it with them, suddenly their eyes were opened. What's the power in this? A spiritual awakening. A revelation. My eyes can be opened to see. And then he vanished. Just when they realised who he was and he wanted to ask them more questions, gone. But it was at the covenant meal. Do you think maybe God could open your eyes up a little this morning? I think he's been pulling on the eyelids a bit, trying to stretch your heart a little bit this morning, probably scaring you a little bit with what he's going to be doing with you. But this sealed it. Do you like to stand? Lord, we just thank you for the completed work of healing, restoration, and that oneness of communication with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit together. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for what you've done. Thank you for what you're going to be doing in and through us. And as we partake this morning, open the eyes of our understanding. Let the revelation of your word begin to fire up within us and prepare us for what you want to do. Thank you, Father, for the healing, the quickening power, In this bread that we eat, let's eat in Jesus' name. And this is the cup of blessing. How far are you going to allow God to bless you? What's your limit of the blessing of God? Lord, bless your people. Bless your people with an abundance of your presence and your goodness. Let's drink. Glory to God.
3: wow. There's a lot in that. A uh, bit to chew on. Um, actually, I'm speechless. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, what I really got out of that was there's uh, a bit of change and shaking going to happen. And I think we probably should enjoy that and embrace it because it's going to be fun. Uh, yeah, so so we'll take that into uh, the week as it goes. So, so when the week starts, we've got uh, well, it starts today, but yeah. So yeah, tomorrow we've got uh, coffee for the parents and the Kingdom Kids at nine o'clock. Presumably that's here. Yeah, uh, Wednesday night we'll get around. We'll have some more fun with the prayer meeting at seven thirty here. Um, Thursday. We've got uh, the men happening at uh, Lockie and Rosemary McKinnon's house. So it's great for all the blokes to come along, get in there, we'll build some relationships and yeah, do life and uh, yeah, see whether we can sort of be what the men that the Bible tells us we can be. And then of course on uh, Friday there's uh, coffee and for the school staff and in the church for you, 8.30, and uh, Kingdom Youth at uh, 3.30 to 5.00 p.m. So yeah, that's good, that's uh, youth, we haven't had that for a bit, so yeah, encourage all the youth that you know to get along. And uh, yeah, now I'll hand over to Mal. she's got a couple of other bits and pieces, so God
4: bless. How good. Um, A couple of quick announcements. One is youth, which Steve just mentioned. Youth is starting. We're launching a new youth ministry on Friday afternoon this week. And it's directly after school. So if you have or you know of a child in the age of grade four through to year nine, um, we would love to see them directly after school um, at this back door. So, if that's you, see you Friday. Um, The other one is we have all-in services. We're getting back in the swing of life, yeah? So, all-in services, once a term where our kids are in the service with us. Um, The next service is Sunday the 5th of March, which is a couple of weeks away, but it also happens to be uh, a baptism service. So, if you are someone who's considering getting baptised, or you've got a little person who's been talking to you about that, in my case, um, then that will be happening on Sunday the 5th of March. So if you've got questions regarding that, come and have a chat with Pastor Tim at some point or to Jeff, and um, we can give you some details and lock you in for that weekend. So Sunday, March the 5th, which is a couple of weeks away. Is that okay? Yes. Cool. Cool i um, very aware of time, so we're going to let you go very shortly. But just a quick thing. When Jeff was talking about the wave and he put the wave up, interestingly, over Christmas, the girls and I were at Torquay and, um, and the girls went and had a surf lesson. And I remember very clearly the surf instructor said, if you do nothing, you will not catch that wave. If you just sit on the board... Nothing will happen. In fact, it could actually, if something does happen, it won't be to your benefit. It'll be you off the board in the water getting messed up by the wave. But he said, you have to be moving, you have to be positioned, and you have to be moving when that wave hits or you don't go anywhere. And I think you know that wave Jeff's talking about that's coming, we need to be positioned and we need to actually be moving in the direction that that wave is going if we're going to get on board with all of what God's doing in this house. And so just really practically, we have plenty of ways that you guys can serve. If you're not connected serving in this house or if you're not connected in a home group or a kid's ministry, or a women's ministry, or something else, there is a space for you to be connected, so that you know that you're moving in the direction that we're going, and the house is going, and that wave is going to go, because it's going, waves go in one direction, right? They don't go like weird. <laughs> They're going in one space. So, um, you know, my take from, from Jeff today is very much, this is an invitation If you sit there and go, oh, it's a nice wave and it's going to come, it's probably going to pass you by. And you'll watch people fly past you on that wave and go, they look like they're having a lot of fun. Want to be there with them. So position yourself um, in a space where you're ready and start moving towards where God's taking that wave. Is that okay? Awesome. Let me pray really quick. Father, I just thank you for your word this morning. Father, I thank you for what you're doing in this house and over our city and in this nation. And Father, we give this to you. God, we thank you that as we watch for it this week, God, we're going to see your hand at work across our city and the nation. In Jesus' name. Amen.